It's Mark and Shane on the Gentleman's Club. Hey everybody, Mark and Shane here. It's the Gentleman's Club podcast. Hey Shane. Hello, Mark Myra. Shane, um, ooh, what's going on? Uh, Shane, you just announced a couple of shows. Are these fringe shows? Fringe Fest? Uh, we got fringe shows. Yeah. Uh has got a bunch of fringe shows coming in September, but uh, I don't know when this podcast comes out, but um uh, we have a, a big interloop cruise going on this Sunday, four o'clock. The uh, pedal tour, uh, Rochester pedal tours, they have that boat. I think they might have two now. I'm not sure. Anyways, I'm going to be on it. Slang and jokes, as uh, unfunny comics say. Um, doing doing jokey jokes and oh, uh, doing jokey jokes. I'm I'm going to be first mate because to like make money off this. We have to have like bare bones crew. So I'm going to also be first mating as well. So that doesn't, that's probably not going to move any tickets, but uh, just know that your life is in my hands. Yeah. What so the hell? it's tough to take a guy seriously when he's telling you, you know, we got to put on the life jackets. The boat's going down after I just did 15 minutes about how weird my dick is and how I found a lump on it, you know, but to eat your own. I, I love the idea of you doing comedy on a boat. I think it's I think it's the best way to do comedy. Yeah, I mean, I would shit on the cruise ship comedians, but you uh, you did a radio show with one, I feel like, for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I love that you think he's at that level. Oh, he wasn't a cruise. Guy? I thought he was a cruise guy. No, he's like a uh, um, d- does comedy in uh, northern PA. Oh, well, good for him. Yeah. That's more than I'm doing. So <laughs> who am I thinking of? That was the cruise ship person. All right. Never mind. We don't have to get a bottle of that. Um, uh, 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 Anthony Jesselnik. I remember like when we were, you know, when we had radio jobs, or we mm-hmm. worked with somebody that just got done having a career in cruise lines. I, I can't even remember what he did. Um, you, you know, who I'm talking about. Right. No, I have no idea who you're talking about. Oh, Fitz. What did he do on cruise lines? I forget. I he told me and then Oh, I he wasn't a stand-up, right? No, no. Oh, oh my God. Okay. No, that would be amazing. <laughs> no, I don't know what he was doing. I don't know because he was like a, he came from audio, you know, video stuff. So I don't know if he was doing video stuff for Carnival. Mm. No idea. One of the companies. I don't know. But he was like he told me, he's like, hey, you know, I know some people I could probably get your tape over to somebody to do cruise lines. And I remember, like, I was so fucking pompous. I was like, don't see myself as being a cruise ship comedian. You know what I right, mean? Right. Yeah. Like, well, and I'm not even a comedian. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I am a not even getting paid to do bar shows comedian. And I'm like, I'm too good to be. I would love to be on carnival cruises right now. I went on a carnival cruise. I saw the comedy show. Those guys don't do shit. And then they get a free. They're just constantly on vacation. Mm -hmm, What the fuck? mm -hmm. They're not even funny. Actually, no. Earl used to do it. He used to do cruise shows. And he said he got paid a ton for them. Yeah. You get paid a ton and they would like. It's not like you have to stay That's on the cruise blood ship. money. You yeah. have to hide the fact that people are dying on the ships or succession is now becoming a reality in my life is what I'm figuring out. Oh, I am. I, I kind of love the idea of like um, doing the cruise ship work. Not even I'm not even saying I'd have to be a comedian. I'll just 
I'll oh, sl- no. I'm not slaying in jokes. I'm slaying in buffet. Mm-hmm. Like I'm mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. I'll be one of the no. piano players. You don't want that. Oh, come on. No. Too good. You're too good for it. You're too good to live you on don't, a boat. I'm telling you, that's like I remember like reading st- actual studies about cruise line people because it is hell. They they live in a constant hell. You because there's no escape. You can't you can't go home. You're stuck. Your home is like a two by two fucking dwelling that you you share with a bunch of other 18 year olds that are oh, hell yeah figuring themselves out yes everybody, i mean everybody's butt fucking so that's nice and everybody yes boozed up to the gills but it's hot it's sticky and you're you're constantly on you know you have to be on around all these other touristy mm. f- these fat fucking people like me that are like hey where's the late night pizza hard there was late night pizza you have to constantly be like you know, have that front face going. It's not no good. Um, I was I was around a couple of people that were really talking about how much they loved going to one of those restaurants um, where they make fun of you. You know, like the waiter will just be like, oh, you're going to have the double cheeseburger, you fat piece of shit. How about here's a tip. Get a bigger cock, you asshole. You know, that mm-hmm. type of thing. Yeah, I forget what's the what fa- not. I was There's gonna say dicks. famous Dave's dicks. There's, that's the one. Did it? Fam- I, I, think, I think I just had a really bad experience at a famous Dave's once, but it, <laughs> was, a it wasn't. <laughs> wasn't the experience. Yeah, th- that seems like hell to work at. Like everybody's just like, oh, it's so fun. You get to make fun of everybody. It's like people one can't handle it. Also, you have to keep on making fun of people. That is draining. Like I liked going to, when I had was working jobs that I hated. I just liked going to work and not talking to anybody and not having to be on in any way. That was my like I'd like garbage man. If I had to do low end job. Wow, you full Artie Lang, huh? That's where you want to be. Like, yeah, you saw, busted nose. <laughs> we're like, it never. I don't want to see. I don't want to be Artie Lang on Howard Stern. I want to be Artie Lang busted nose on yeah. the back of a garbage truck, trying to get sober. Um, no, yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. That's uh that that'd be rough. Mm-hmm. The garbage man. Yeah. Sorry, I, I forgot. I, I, I immediately forgot what you just said because it smells so much like piss in my basement. What's happening? That I I don't know. I think my my dog pissed down here. Oh. I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember if I drunkenly pissed down here, because I do I do do that sometimes. But I don't just pee on the floor. I don't know. And I'm speaking to the wrong person and, and people in general because most people are like you, and 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 enjoy animals. They have animals and they enjoy their animals, and that makes sense, right? If you have fucking animals, like you should enjoy them. Why else would you have them? Yeah. What are you, the Seneca Park Zoo? <laughs> Yeah, they, they have another giraffe to kill now. <laughs> they, I feel like they keep on breeding these giraffes. Like, uh oh, like uh oh, all marshmallows. Like, uh oh, all baby giraffes. It's like, stop fucking doing this. The zoos are just the circus with you know less of the fun type of abuse. I mean, it's mm-hmm. still abuse, right? Like a giraffe shouldn't be living in fucking Rochester. I think we all should agree with that. That doesn't seem like it's that big of a stretch to say that out loud. Uh, but yeah, the fact that I, are, are you and I the only ones that are, are like uh, fully on board with all animals in captivity should be castrated? I, I'm on board with that. And I just think all animals in captivity should be 
injured. And I don't mean <laughs> you should injure them. I mean, <laughs> they should have been injured beforehand. Yeah. but <laughs> So I'm with you, but I feel like that would be what would happen. Right. They'd be like, listen, we had this fully oh, healthy rhino. But all of a sudden his kneecaps are broken. I don't know <laughs> if, if rhinos have kneecaps, but all of a sudden you yeah. see they, they cut to some security footage. So <laughs> 18 year old interns got Malik a, a Louisville slugger. <laughs> Try to not cut a, a sneak out. I um I I'm I'm with you. Where at least the circus, it was abuse, but it was like it was a giraffe with seven hula hoops around its neck. Fuck it, it was fun. It was at least at least a kid was riding an elephant. Mm-hmm. This one, they're just sad. They're just sad. Yeah, and there was the the you know the circus. There was also every once in a while, they'd just bug out and kill a guy. It was that's phenomenal, you know, like Mm -hmm. SeaWorld. It's a hellscape for those whales. And it's really amazing that it took a documentary for everybody to go like, yeah, you know, it is a little weird that these big old whales are in a little tiny pool. But then still SeaWorld exists and they still have all that shit. So nothing actually came of it. But uh, yeah, that doesn't happen at the zoo, you know? What happens at the zoo is a little kid gets in there and they shoot Harambe, you know, <laughs> or oh, I was going with. I know, you know, people enjoy animals and that makes sense. If you have animals to enjoy them, I Lily and the kids love the animals. We have a ton of animals. They're dude, they're pissing on everything. I know mm. you got a piss smelling basement. I got a piss smelling everything. Yeah. It's just life. My life smells like piss. And it's at the point where we're like, we'll wash clothes. And we got this special detergent to get the the enzymes of cat piss out of fucking clothes. And I'll wash it with that. And then I'll wash it with regular detergent. And I um and I'll smell I'll smell my clothes before I put it on. And I just smell like campus. And I'm telling Lily this. And she's just like, oh, that's just you. That stinks. It's like, oh, it's not the cats that are pissing on everything that stinks. It's, it's me that stinks. You're becoming the pigeon lady from Home Alone, too. You're oh, just gonna God. Stank to you. Yeah, yeah. you're going to be known as like cat piss dad. Oh, God, I know. And not in a good way. You know? <laughs> yeah, not in the best way. No, yeah, that see, yeah, because you've got multiple species. That's mm-hmm. the issue. And it's like, for some reason, you know, the God who we we don't discuss enough on this podcast that definitely exists in all his in all her wisdom. Oh, hello. Um, decided that how animals communicate with one another is by piss. That seems like a weird design. Um but then we're like, hey, let's get those animals to talk to each other through piss and bring them into our house. And then we like, let's all stick them together and they'll have co- full conversations in our house with piss. Yeah. The, the, well, I, I was watching a documentary on dogs and they're basically like how d- dogs don't have like great eyesight. They have OK eyesight, um, but like we have better eyesight than they do. But what they're really good, their eyesight is like is like um, their nose. Right. And yeah. it's even it's even better because with your nose, like, hey, if a skunk came by three hours ago, they can like smell time. Right. Oh, three hours ago, there was a skunk here. You can't do that shit with your eyes. Right. You can't be like, oh, three hours ago, there was a skunk here. But sure. it seems like hell to live that way. My, they're just smelling my asshole in different parts of the room, you know, mm-hmm. my dirty asshole at all times. Like, oh, Mark was here four hours ago. He's been having trouble wiping because he's got carpal tunnel in his right wrist, you know. Yeah. 
This is the spot where he ruined another pair of boxer pants. <laughs> yeah, they're living and then they're like eating it too. Yeah, uh, yeah I was gonna say, but that they love that. You know what mm. I mean? Like that's like when I don't know for you, my like my smell. I love the nice smell of a, a gas station, like gas pump. Ooh, oh, yeah. There's something good about gas. Love it. You know. Permanent markers. And, and if I'm paying that much, you know I'm off on the Oh boy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Take a little sip. You come out of <laughs> those prices. Uh, but yeah, that for dogs, you know, assholes are just uh, a nice Sinoco. Um, all right, so I saw a thing about jury duty. You got jury duty? Yeah, uh, so I can't obviously I can't discuss um, the ins and outs of the trial, right? But I think I think there's some things I can say. Wait, well, wait, back up, back up. Yeah, you're you're in a jury. Not for, yet. So for me, in- jury duty's always been don't come. You're you're all set. You know, I think that and this is my theory. I think that us having radio careers stopped us from having to do that. I think that they were like blabbermouthers, blabbermouthers. Yeah, they, they can't do this shit. Maybe I'm wrong, but that was my thing. Or maybe it's because you and I didn't vote enough or something. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah, I got the I got a questionnaire a couple months ago and I was like, oh, fuck, this is happening. And then they gave me they strung me along all week where I don't know if you you've never done it. So what, what happens is you get this like letter in the mail and it's like, here's your juror number and here's a phone number and you got to call it on this day and uh, you have to call it after five o'clock. And then there's just a recorded message that tells you to call back the next day and the next day and the next day. I've and done that like, process. I've done that process. So they strung me along for so long that I was like, oh, this is not happening. Then Sun or Friday, it was like, hey, you know, jurors B1 through B125. You should you got to call in Monday after 1145 a.m. And there will be instructions for you. You tell your employer you might have to come in. And I was like, okay, that seems like it's not going to happen. So I call at 1150 and the the message says you need to be at the court at before one o'clock. What kind of (laughs) fucking system is that? What are you serious? Like I had. I had an hour to find somebody to come and watch my child. I had to call my, you know, tell my employer, sorry, suckers, I got to get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Tommy Law needs me, which is the lawyer, by the way. That's his name. I'm not allowed to talk about it, but <laughs> it's Tommy Law. Um, Yeah, which is insane. So I got there at 105 and I, you know, felt like they were mad at me. It's like, I didn't. This is insane. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, then they you, you go in and uh, you watch these videos that were made in 1970, um, and they tell you what, how important like they really blow it up. Like jury is the most important thing you'll ever do in your entire life. Yeah, fuck you know, fuck you, your kids. Listen, I know that you have, you feel like you're being inconvenienced and you're it's tough to be out of work, but honestly, jury is more important than worky. It's like ah, I need to eat. I got a mortgage. And because a guy also explained immediately and is like, hey, just, you know, you get $40 a day if you're selected for the jury. 
But if you're not selected, you're just wasting a few days mm-hmm. not doing shit. You have to pay for parking. They don't they don't validate for parking. Parking downtown is now ten bucks a pop. Nobody wants to go downtown. I don't want to be downtown for jury duty. But uh, here I am. So I have to go back tomorrow morning because they're in the selection phase. And um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I can't talk. They said, like, don't talk about the trial. Right. But I feel like I can talk about the workings of the trial. Yeah. But, but, but here's the other thing. They didn't tell you what the penalty for talking about the trial would be. You know, it's getting about, kicked off the jury. Jury. <laughs> That seems like a fucking reward. So, like, I feel like I want to talk up all, about everything, you know, but I'm not going to. I'll do my civic duty. And then if they call me back, I'll kill myself. There you go. That's just your civic duty. Yes. But um, I will. There's, there's a couple of things I wanted to mention about this. First of all, Judge is a real cutie. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but damn, this boy is hot. Oh, damn. Uh, something about a judge robe really does it for me. Don't know what it is. I know really? Just, I think judge robes are made by the same people that make the, you know, choir boy. Outfit. <laughs> that does it for you, too, doesn't it? <laughs> no, but I used to rock that. And I did feel hot as shit in the, in the choir, choir boy. Choir boy. <laughs> I felt fucking hot as fuck in that thing. Like, I rocked it. it. It hides all your curves. You have no body. It's phenomenal. Um, but there's a there's there's one point where they. They ask the jurors, like, do you know anybody else in this room? Because by that time, they have said your name, like, in roll call, like, mm-hmm. five times. Oh, were you hoping somebody be like, I know Shane Allen? Exactly. I'm such a fucking loser that I thought that, like, I'm in a room of 120-something Rochesterians. Somebody here has had to have heard of me. Of Shane Allen. Yeah. Somebody had to have been a zone listener at some point. Cause I was like, I was my main hope was obviously somebody would go, Oh yeah. So I know Shane Allen. And they'd be like, How do you know him? Like, well, I heard him talk about how all animals should be chemically castrated (laughs) if they're in a zoo. And then I can't trust anything he says in deliberations on a jury. And then they'd be like, oh, yeah, Shane Allen, get the fuck out of here. But no, nothing. Or like the judge would be like, Shane Allen, we rule that you get your job back. (laughs) Then they hit the gavel. That would be be like, I lost the trial. (laughs) They're like, you have to work at the zone again. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah, no, that was uh, that. That was a a moment of weakness in my life. Uh, And then also I I couldn't find where the men's bathroom was. And I just refused to ask her directions. And then I I almost walked into the sheriff's office until one of the, the cops stopped me. He's like, you're not going to want to pee in there. I'm like, look, funny. you don't know me, sir. I might have just blacked out, pissed in my basement. <laughs> I don't remember. I like a piss anywhere, apparently. Um, I was uh, about the robes. I used to be an altar boy. Yeah. And I felt like it used to hide my curves because it's much like a robe, like a robe that you'd put on. There's no like zippers or anything, but then they'd make you wear a belt and that would show your figure. You know, because oh, you want yeah, the little waist in. Yeah, it brings it in at the waist. And that's a thick, that's a thick rope too. Yeah. Give the priest a little something to look at, you know? Sure, sure. And you hang it. I like to hang it a little bit in the front. So people are like, <laughs> oh, please. Yeah. He's got a big roper on. <laughs> it's a big roper. <laughs> this altar boy. Dude, that was the most pressure thing I've ever felt in my whole life. Dude, you were a Catholic altar boy? No, it was Lutheran. Hmm. 
which feels like, you know, the B league, but I was still, I would have to go outside. I'd have to ring the bell and then run back inside, get the big candle hook out, light that sucker, go and light all the candles. You'd have to do the big bell. The big you ring in the big bell. It was oh, a shit. terrible system. Yeah. You'd have to, you, they didn't give you anything to hold the door open. And you, yeah, you had to run out, do the bell, and then hopefully whatever you, I would stick my shoe in the door, and then I'd run back, and hopefully, like I've gotten locked out before, and I had to like walk down the <laughs> aisle instead of walking out the back, just super sweaty. And then I'm just like, you know, they're like, oh, Shane's really, you know, I think the audience is like looking at me, and they're like, wow, Shane's really into God today. Look at him, and I'm just like breathing really hard. <sighs> Lord, Lord, help me, Lord, help me. I'm dying. <laughs> let me live god i hope it's communion i'm so fucking <laughs> I, I need food um, i love i i uh, was uh very angry at my mom when recently she told me how long we were going to church like we, i went to church probably until maybe junior high beginning of high school every sunday we were there and she Catholic? told me yeah and Fuck. she told me how basically it's like they want to get you to your confirmation which is like your Catholic bar mitzvah. And then they, my, my parents were like, do what you will after that. We got you there. But my mom was like, oh, yeah, for like 10 years while I was bringing you, I didn't believe in God. And I was like, what are we doing here then? Why were you forcing us to go to this place? And also sending them 200 bucks every month. Oh, they have to pay? What? They you- send you envelopes. Oh, like and they the ask you how much you pay or how much you make, and then they give a suggested, you know, tithing. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Nothing, nothing's changed over there. That's great. Catholic Church, phenomenal, phenomenal. Um, Lily's also been getting those jury summons that you've been getting. And I'm not even kidding you because I was on the radio when she first started getting these. She legit just throws them out. And she's still doing it like she got one last week. Isn't and there she, a penalty of fine? She's going to end up in prison. I, I, mean, I don't know why she's so ballsy about this. And so like cocksure that she's not going to end up in prison. I think that there is like a fine. It was like pretty negligible. I want to say it was like one hundred and fifty bucks or something. like that. Oh, that's not too. I can swing that. That's fine. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I'm probably saying the wrong thing. and I'm, I'm probably going to get your wife and everybody else listening well, to this sent to federal <laughs> prison. No, I'm, I don't. Yeah, I would never be able to fucking live with myself. I like I, if I threw that out, I would think about it. Every I've, I've thought about this jury duty shit every single day. I'm losing sleep over it. This is way too much fucking pressure for me. Dude, she doesn't care. I've, she, I've never seen her like this. She just... She cares so little. She just throws it out. Like doesn't even open the envelope. Yeah, man. Good for her. She's like she's like two steps away from going off the grid. Then you know, she's not she's not going to do her civic jury. Wasn't she running for office? Yeah, she doesn't do her civic <laughs> jury duty that I just learned is so important to do. More important than taking care of your child and your career she doesn't care man she honestly doesn't care can i tell you uh, as i was pulling in this fucking parking lot that i had to pay ten dollars for a security guard was hamming it up with me he's like beautiful day beautiful day to be alive and i'm like all right first of all uh, for you <laughs> never listen bro <laughs> unless you've got some like 
Breaking Bad shit going on that I don't know about. You know, you're, they'll do a little mic action on the side. Uh, ah, is this so great? But uh, so I was like, oh man, you know, not a great day for me. Jury duty, and I thought that everybody would have the same reaction of like, oh shucks, buddy. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. motherfucker lays into me. It's like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Do you um, do you want pedophiles as a neighbor? What? Do you want? Do you want a peeping Tom living next door? And I was like, well, that's a big leap, honestly. <laughs> like between the two things, like honestly, peeping Tom, yeah, fucking, I'd love to live next to one. If you want, if somebody, if one of my neighbors wanted to look through my window and see my butthole every night, fuck it, come on over. You don't even have to be a peeping Tom. Come inside, I'll show it to you. Uh, but yeah, pedophile, they're not sticking them right next to me. And if they are, they they send me a, you know, they have to come to my door, give me also, a pie. Also, you you pedophile. You dumb bitch. You don't know like what small talk is. You don't just go like, oh, yeah. Hey, you know, we all got to do it. You know, just say something Dude, stupid yeah. like that. Like <laughs> that it's fucking small talk. You there's a line asshole. of cars behind me. And this this dude is like, I got to get this motherfucker right here. Yeah, <laughs> got him. So, you want to. I should have just been like, yeah, yeah, I do want a pedophile. Of a nice <laughs> I, I, you know what? It'd be nice for somebody to think that my kid is cute. Honestly. Oh, well, Shane, I um, are I'm on the other side of the law and you might be during my case soon. Um, we're going to get <laughs> what eight. Yeah, get to that on the other side of the uh, Patreon. Patreon.com slash the Gentleman's Club. You get extended Gentleman's Club episodes. It's just four bucks a month. And um, we have all the night cruising episodes, which is where we me, uh, my wife, and my brother broke down all the Tom Cruise movies. Shane's had a couple episodes and Wild Wild Will, which we're doing now. We you get those early. It's Will Smith episodes where we break down all of his movies. You got to do a, a Wild Wild Will. Yeah. Do you want like a bad boys? Do you want a men in black three? What do you I mean? What are you feeling? Um, I robot, you know, I'll do whatever, dog. You tell right. me you 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 just send me that invite. You, I'll, you know, I'm down to watch some shitty Will Smith movies. And you know that me and Lily have that great dynamic. <laughs> where she, everybody's like, wow, Lily fucking really hate Shane. <laughs> hey, she gave you her ticket to go see. Uh, uh, yeah. What was it? Yeah, I don't remember. It was out of the kindness of her heart. It wasn't because she had other shit to do. (laughs) All right. Um, yeah, so subscribe patreon.com slash the gentleman's club. All right, bye, poor people.